young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. This is Brandon Kilbeach Hall. Welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast. Today's a special day and episode because we have someone who does crazy challenges. Crazy challenges. Fighting people. <laughs> not in that way. Oh, but well, to, well uh, uh, I mean, she know. said it. You uh, never know. She said it. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> but as always, we love to have our guests introduce themselves, get a little bit about their backstory, who they are before we get into their grassroots. So Definitely. tell us, let the fans know who you are, what you're about. And don't worry, guys, she, don't, she doesn't bite, at least now. Uh, at least not now. Yet. Yeah, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Uh, my name is Kayla Casillas, and I'm 25 years old. I live in Las Vegas, and I do badass challenges, and I beat people up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much uh, that's my job right now, and it's freaking awesome. Oh man! So, I'm, first off, I'm jealous. I was one of those people that grew up wanting to do the real world challenges. I was that guy. Um, I never worked up enough nerve to actually submit a tape. To, to audition for it. So first, tell me what that, like, what was that process like for you? Like, what even made you want to do it? Was it something that you've been watching for so long? You just said, all right, let's, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just like you growing up. I mean, like any other high school or middle school kid that's like, damn, I want to do that someday. But obviously you never think that's actually going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't apply to be on the challenge because the challenge is the type of show where you have to be taken from another pool of um, like contestants. So I came from the real world. Okay. And now there's other people like from Road Rules or now Are You The One? And these days it's Bad Girls Club, Big Brother. You can be from any other reality TV show and be on the challenge. But originally it was just Road Rules and Real World. Mm-hmm. So um, I applied to be on Real World just out of a whim, I mean, I had graduated from college from Florida Gulf Coast University, and I really didn't want to get a job, and my parents were kind of like, what are you going to do with your life? And I was like, I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All these years later, I still don't have any idea what I want to do. Um, but I, instead of applying for jobs, I decided to be a degenerate and just like apply <laughs> for the real world, and I didn't ever think anything of it. It was like a quick application, like five minutes. And um, one thing led to another. I mean, a couple months later, they wrote me back. They're like, we need to fill you need, you need to fill out another application, a longer one, and then Skype interviews, and we need to get to know you better, and we need to do all the stuff. And then they called me one day, and they're like, you're on the real world. And I was like, whoa, what? That's crazy. Wow. I know, just little old me. <laughs> I mean, it was the craziest experience to just, and they only give you a week. A so, week what, to ramp up, to, to mm-hmm. get ready? Yeah, so when you um, 
when you get the final call for real world, they're like, you're leaving in seven days to go wherever we're wanting you to go. So for me, I was living in Florida at the time, and they're like, we want you to pack up your things and move to Vegas for three months. Oh, so wow. I had oh, wow. an apartment, I had a job, I had a boyfriend, I had a dog, I had Damn. all this shit. You and got I, like, rid of the dog. <laughs> I, no, 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 I still have my dog, but I got rid of the boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, I got rid of everything, and I was just like, let's do it, like, ready for an adventure, so. Wow, okay, so that application process, you said, like, the next one is Skyping and, and everything like that. Were they asking you personal questions? Were they trying to get a reaction out of you? Like, was it, like, kind of like a mental thing, or was it just, like, telling your backstory, who you are and oh, everything? no, it was, like, the most intrusive process that you'll ever go through. Um, not only just with me, but, like, they interviewed my three best friends, my parents, my ex-boyfriends, which I had to, like, beg them to do because who wants to, like, help an ex-girlfriend wow. out? You know what I mean? Like, please, please just help me. I really want to do this. So I had to convince them to do that. And the questions that they ask you, and at the time I was 22, so I was young and I felt like, it's scary, and the things that they're asking are super intrusive. Like, how yeah. many people have you had sex with? Like, all like all of that, like wow. really deep stuff. And I'm like, dude, like I don't know what I'm getting myself into right now, and I don't know if this is a good idea. And I remember my last interview. Um, they flew me out to LA, um, and this is before I even knew I was on the show. Mm -hmm. But I had an idea, like it's coming. I might actually make it. Like I'm really far in the process. Yeah. And I cried afterwards because I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. This is scary. Like. <laughs> sitting in front of this random old man with like a green screen behind me and they're asking me these personal questions and I'm like I don't know if this is the right move for me but you went through with it yeah I did and like it's the I I'm so happy like if I would not have gone through with it I would have been kicking myself you know yeah. because this is an awesome opportunity and everything that I've done is amazing but like at the time hell yeah it's scary as shit it's got to be serious so I'm now I'm curious uh, you didn't get rid of the dog, but you got rid of the boyfriend. Yeah. Tell me what that process is like. Like, how do you come home and just say, hey, babe, how was your day? Great, right? Yeah. Um, fuck you. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm going to Vegas, and I'm, I'm getting a poppin'. It so. oh, and it worked out in the worst way. Like, ugh. I was such an asshole about it because I didn't tell him that I was applying at all. Well, I told him about the original application, and he was upset about it. And then after, when I started getting more calls and stuff, I just decided I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Mm. I'm just going to, like, let it ride because I probably won't get it anyway. Like, what's, what's the point of, like, causing a fight, you know? So when I finally found out that I got the call and made it, I told all my friends, but I didn't tell him, and I had to go to work that night. So all my friends knew, and they knew that I was leaving, like, in a couple of days. So it's like, everyone's celebrating, whatever. But yeah. he's there, and he has no idea. Oh. I know. Wow. And someone slipped and told him. <laughs> you don't of course. say. I know. <laughs> you don't say. I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> So, and I was working at the time. So I was bartending, yeah. and all my friends were there, whatever. And I just see him stand on the other side of the bar just give me this look, like, I hate you. Like, he wow. goes, F you. And I was like. I was going to tell you, but I didn't know how. I was going to do it later. Oh, but man. Poor guy. I guess it's over now. So, yeah. Poor guy. But, wow. I mean, it worked out. Yeah. We, we wouldn't have lost it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> As she sips her glass of water. <laughs> that was the pettiest sip of water I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, like, when you were going into the show, um, 
What were you most nervous about? Were you nervous about just everything that would happen and occur during the show? Or were you also nervous about, you know, some people's perceptions when it comes to reality TV shows? Um, I don't think I was as nervous about perception just because, like, my parents are super open and I've always watched reality TV with them and they kind of are just very supportive of everything and they kind of tell me, like, not to worry about what other people think. But I just... I was just nervous about the whole experience. Like, I had never moved oh, that far away from my parents. I didn't know what it was going to feel like to be on camera. Mm -hmm. Like, there's random people. I didn't know who I was going to meet, how I was going to react to things, what I was going to look like. You know, like, it's just yeah. a crazy situation. So it's just, I don't even, I can't even pinpoint one thing that I was scared of most, but it was just, it was intimidating. That, that's that's actually interesting. So I, I want to get a little bit into your upbringing a little bit. Like obviously this isn't the the conventional career choice. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your parents and like when you first started to introduce this to them. What were their initial thoughts to, to this decision? Um. So they've they've always been reality TV watchers. Like mm -hmm. growing up, I remember being really little watching like Big Brother with my dad and even like the Real World. And it was kind of a cool thing for my parents and I um, to watch things like the Real World and the challenge and like it's not appropriate really for kids but when topics would come up that weren't appropriate for me we would like have a family discussion about them and like it was okay. almost like we would take lessons from the show and my parents would like like make it a teachable lesson so I mean that was always a part of my life so it wasn't a big deal when I got accepted they were more excited for me and wanted me to like have this experience so it was actually pretty cool now as you move forward with this because Again, you, you, you get older and you start to start to, like you said, you're trying to figure life out. Yeah. You can't keep beating people up and dumping boyfriends. So, like, what, what do you think you could see yourself doing? Because obviously, you know, you, you've been successful with the real world and all these challenges and you just keep climbing up the, you know, the, I guess the TV charts for lack of a better word. So what is, what is your next steps for you? Like, what do you think would be something to do? Um, so... Well, as of right now, I'm not dumping boyfriends because I do have a boyfriend. He's awesome. Oh. So I do have that, and I have my dog, and I'm, like, settled in Vegas. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's a question that I've been asking myself lately because there are people on my show that have done, like, 15 seasons of it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. um, Cara Maria or Johnny Banana is, like, those people have been on the show for years and years, and, like, they have made, I guess, what you could call a career out of it. And I guess I could do that if I wanted to, but I don't know that I want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's stressful. It's a lot. It's a lot of drama. It's wear and tear on your body. And it's like, I do need to think of what's next. I just haven't gotten to that I'm point. I'm not yet. sure. I'm yeah. only 25, so I have some time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm just going to keep riding these shows out as much as they can put me on. I'll be there uh, as of now. Mm -hmm. So... We'll see. You never know. I don't know. blame you. I don't blame you. Why yeah. not, man? I should have changed my career, man. Or, man, I should just doing obstacles, fighting people, <laughs> right? getting rid of boyfriends. That sounds great. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's. But the thing about it is, like you said, I mean, it's it's a wave that you ride, but like any day they could stop calling me. So yeah. there's no guarantee. Like yeah. this, that's what's so not solid about this being this a career. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. like I don't know if I'm gonna be on the next season. I'm just kind of sitting around waiting. So yeah. it's. 
it sucks because there's no stability to it. Gotcha. So at some point, you kind of have to figure something out. Oh, so I always thought it was like a contract thing. Like you sign on for, you know, seasons. Like if you're uh, the real world or whatever, or road rules, whatever, you you know, there's teams or whatever and so forth. And I thought that you signed on for maybe like two seasons, three seasons. So this is like a bi-season thing. So every year you got to just wait or do you have to re- – you don't have to reapply because you're already kind of in the system. So it's just a matter of waiting on the phone call. Mm-hmm. It's just waiting mm. on the phone call every time. And How nerve-wracking is that? for you it's it's nerve-wracking but it's not I mean my first couple of seasons I was like damn if I don't get a call I'm gonna be devastated but now it's almost like if I don't get a call then it's just like an opportunity for me to like go find something else you know what I mean like it's it it, it would just be my time and I would accept it because I've like gained so much cool activity like cool experiences and I've got to do so much cool shit that Mm -hmm. it's like I would just take it for what it is Mm -hmm. I guess yeah and just say, well, that was dope, and now I got to move on. But, yeah. I mean, I would love to keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so even if, you know, they don't give a call back or anything, do you feel like just having that experience set a good foundation for whatever you want to do in the future? Because it's like they say that, like, having good social media presence is key. You already, you've been on TV, um, and it sets a certain point for you if you want to do anything that you want to do, whether it's entertainment-wise. Do you feel like reality TV in general, from your experience, kind of pushes you forward a, a, a lot faster than it maybe you started from the beginning? I think it definitely can, but I think a lot of the people from my specific show have not utilized that at all. Like, Mm -hmm. the majority of people who have been on my show have gone on the show, they've done a couple seasons, and then they go have a normal life. Like, think about, I mean, the only really successful people are, like, The Miz, he's a wrestler Mm -hmm. now, and then there's that one, I don't even remember her name, but she's in uh, The Hangover. Oh, yeah, yeah, Asian yeah, yeah. Chick. Asian oh, okay, Asian yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super successful. Like, yeah. she used it. There's, like, a very small handful. And I want to be one of those people that takes this opportunity and makes it into something else and uses it as a springboard. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do that, then what else is there? You know, like, what, did, what was all this for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the goal, and that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. But I definitely don't want to be the vast majority of people that have done nothing with it on my show. Come and gone, right? Yeah. What are, what are some of the things, you seem so positive and, and, and vibrant. What are some things that you struggle with on a day-to-day basis? And, and that could be with, you know, being on TV or just in life. Like, what are certain, certain things that just bother you? Um, it's funny because you say that I'm positive and vibrant. And, like, I am. I definitely think that I am as a as a regular human being. But the way that I'm portrayed on TV is definitely not that way I've, I've read. I've read. So yeah. I, I was trying to see if yeah, that was really true. Yeah, I'm trying to cry at that. No, I just, I think I get a bad rap because I stick up for myself and I don't take anyone's shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and the thing that I've learned about these shows is that, Perception is everything. So if you're going to go in and you're going to be weak and let people walk all over you, then that's what they're going to do. But if you go in and you're like strong minded and you're like, hey, you're not going to talk to me that way, Mm -hmm. then people are probably not going to mess with you. Or if you go in and you you look like you're strong and you say you're strong, people might not want to go into elimination against you, Mm -hmm. you know, so... That's kind of how I've always approached every season that I've been on. And I, I don't want to say that it's a character, but it's definitely something that you have to play up a little bit in order for people to take you seriously. Yeah. Do you feel like it also comes across a certain way? Because you mentioned before, you know, not on this uh, 
episode right now, but you mentioned that you're Puerto Rican. I'm sure your full name shows, so they know you're Latin of some sort. Do you ever feel like that perception of you, the angry, you know, fighting for yourself, do you feel like sometimes it plays into this stereotype that's being portrayed, especially now when it comes to people who are Latin and Hispanic? Um, I mean, I'm sure that it might play into it a little bit. Um, I don't really play up that the whole Spanish thing too much because I just don't. I, I've never really connected all that much with my Spanish side. Um, but I do think that that's what editing kind of does to me a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I am. That's what they cast me for is to be that like crazy Latina, Latina yeah. like whatever. And you, it, I mean, it shows through when you watch yeah. the show. It's like, damn, she's wild <laughs> and like yeah i kind of am but i also am not like that all the time like yeah. does does it ever make you feel like damn i don't want to do this like I'm, i want people to kind of get to know the real me i'm not really like that crazy even though you probably are a little crazy but not <laughs> that oh, crazy poor, poor yes. well that's yeah. what i'm saying that's why i said crazy but not that crazy everyone <laughs> that has latin latino in their blood they're crazy to, to a certain extent yeah i do it, it does upset me sometimes because i feel like people watch the show and they take the whatever 10 minutes that you see of me an episode combined and they make this assumption that that's exactly who i am as a person mm -hmm. and and not only that, but the, what they see is in a pressure cooker game situation that's, mm. like, high intensity. Like, that's not going to be me all the time walking down the street. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be, like, throwing people's luggage over balconies for no reason just in regular life. Like, that's stupid, you know? Um, so, yeah, it does get to me sometimes. It's like, damn, I wish people didn't always think that I was such an asshole. Yeah. But then again, that's why I do podcasts like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been approached by anyone who watches the show and just, whether it's for a, a positive experience or, or a not so good experience, but have you had anyone go up to you and just say something? Um, no. See, that's the thing, and that's what makes me wonder things that make you go hmm. <laughs> um, because I have obviously, as most reality TV people do, a lot of hate that comes at you on Twitter because people are behind their keyboards and mm -hmm. they're mean as shit. Like oh. some of the shit they say to me, I'm like, ouch, <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Um, but not once has anyone ever, ever been mean to me in person. Yeah. Never. Wow. Not even once. So. Yeah, but you know how trolls are. Trolls will fuck with you all day. It happens to us every day. Yeah. Literally, we go and check our pages and it's always a comment or something. So I'm not, I'm not really surprised about that. Like, people will never say shit to your face. Never. It, never. It's one of those things where people hide behind keyboards so much that they probably forget that they're hiding behind a keyboard. And if they were ever to see you in person, they'd probably be like, oh, oh, hey. Oh, hey, can I get a picture with yeah, you? Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Or they're just like, they see her on show and they're just like, yeah, I'm not going to do this in person. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> never. What's the toughest, uh, toughest experience you've dealt with on the show that maybe wasn't even shown? Ooh, toughest experience. I've had a lot. I've had so many ups and downs on the shows that I've done. It's crazy. Like, um, do you, on the show specifically, like while I'm there living. Yeah, it could be. It could be on. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely off the show. I would say the hate that I get it really sucks. Um, but on the show, there was one season when um, everyone in the house pinned me and my best friend against each other. 
Um, everyone hated us for whatever reason. Like we just did not, no one wanted to mess with us. So it was just me and her on our own, just fighting it out. And then an elimination came up and they voted her in against me and we had to go against each other in elimination. Yeah. It hurt. (laughs) So that was, and it was like, I won, (laughs) (laughs) but it was like, Oh, you guys did us like that. Uh, I I know. And it's like, ah, and before you go into something like that, it's like, may the best women woman won. Like I, I wish you the best, but damn, I hope I beat you. You know, like I love you, but I got to stay. That's that competitive spirit. Yeah. Hell yeah. So how do those experiences like affect your friendships and, and relationships with people on the show? You know, it depends on, it depends on the person. It depends on the circumstance. It depends on how it all played out. Like, uh, and it depends on how close you are because when you're on the show, you can call someone a friend, but it's like, if you don't text me in real life or want to hang out with yeah. me, if I never see you, if I don't even know your sister's name, like I don't consider you a friend. Yeah. Like yeah. And I, at any point you could turn on me and I could turn on you and whatever. It's a game. Um, but when friends turn on you that you hang out with outside and text and stuff, I mean, it hurts, but at the end of the day, it's like, damn, I know that you're there for the same reason I am. You want to get yeah. that money. So what what can you really do? Yeah. It depends, but it depends on the circumstance. Like if they could have gone about it in a different way and they chose not to and they screwed you over, then that's a deal breaker. But sometimes you gotta, you gotta do what you have to do. Isn't it like mentally and emotionally stressful knowing that you basically have to like watch your back throughout the whole like recording of the show? No, like, yeah. like you said, even your friends could do something to try and eliminate you and anything like that. Isn't that like a lot of stress for you? Oh yeah, it's super stressful. It's not only that. It's not only just that though. Like you're watching what other people might do behind your back, but you also have to watch yourself. Like, what am I gonna do next? Like, yeah. what if I say something wrong? You yeah. know, what if I come off like not a way that I want to look on TV? And with the how we are right now, like in society, like you could say something and your life could literally be over. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And like yeah. when there's drinking involved, anything could be said. Yeah. So like that's actually more stressful to me. Like I leave before every show and I'm like, watch your mouth, make sure you don't say anything inappropriate. Not that I ever do, but you just never, never know, know yeah. you know, and if something slips, whew, now, life's over. Now, is this set up oh um, like storylines? Like, let's say like uh, Love and Hip Hop. You know mm-hmm. how that there's a storyline. You already kind of know that they're intertwined. How is that? How does that work? Are, are you guys legitimately just put into a house and then you, you're just getting to know each other and you start to see, hey, this person's shady or this person's cool or whatever? Or is it one of those things where you kind of have storylines? Um, so with the challenge, every season is a different theme. So it kind of like already sets up like scenarios like... Um, Sometimes you're in pairs, like you have a partner the entire time. Sometimes you're in teams. Um, so that all, like the game aspect of it, that's already all set up for you. But what happens in the house storyline-wise, like that's all on us. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah, we're just in the house living. There's starts out to be like 30-something people and then dwindles down. Mm-hmm. But like they just put us in a house, give us alcohol, and say, <laughs> have at it. Like, And whatever happens, happens. Whoever hooks up, hooks up. Whoever fights, fights. Like, There's no production that ever intervenes. Mm. And that's what I think is so dope about the show because like, I just did another show called Champs vs. Stars. Um, and I loved it. Filming it was amazing. I had an awesome time. It's pretty much just the challenge, but you go against like celebrities mm-hmm. instead of um, castmates. And it was awesome. But in filming that, because we're living in a hotel, it's a little bit more set up. Like production wants you to like 
eat dinner with a certain person mm. or talk about a certain topic. And to me, I was like, I'm not used to this. Like, yeah. I don't know how to like. You're like, I'm ready to go to war with anyone. Yeah. Don't sit by me. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. It's weird. It's awkward for me because I don't. I'm not an actress. Like I don't know how to. Hey, so about that elimination yesterday. <laughs> like it's awkward, you know, because yeah. on the challenge, on the regular challenge, it's a free for all. You just do what you want. You say what you want, yeah. and no one comes in and says, Hey, you can't say that. Mm. You know. Damn. So I want to talk about like your your off camera life, you, like your 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 day to day friends. Let's call them the, the normal people, quote unquote normal people. <laughs> has has and I hate that. I know that that sounds terrible <laughs> for, for people listening, but that's the only way I could put it. So like, has has those relationships changed a little bit? Like, do they look at you as this celebrity person, or has it, is it you know how does that work for you? Um. Not really. I mean, I have a really small, close group of friends. Um, one of my best friends is here with me right now, actually. She flew from Florida to come hang out with me for the weekend oh, in New York. Nice. Or a week, whatever this is. Um, and she's my best friend forever. And I have a couple other, like, really, really close friends. And those people are never going to treat me any different. They're always yeah. going to make fun of me and, <laughs> you know, yeah. tell me exactly how it is and tell me when I'm being ridiculous and nothing like that has really changed. But I've always had that small group though, you know? Yeah. So I feel like maybe if I was the type of person that had like a ton of friends, people might change, but they've been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as you get older, you just naturally just start. Like that. Yeah. You just yeah. naturally just have smaller friends and it's, well, it's well, more value. You know yeah. What yeah. happens though too, like as you get bigger, especially in stardom, more people start to come along. You, you, sometimes you meet some really, really amazing people and yeah. then sometimes you meet some fucking assholes. So True. I was just wondering, you know, like what, how does that work? Like how do you cipher through considering you're constantly like, I'm thinking of the on and off switch, right? Like, so for you, your guard is always up. Mm -hmm. you, oh, yeah. you, you're programmed at this point. Yeah, totally. So I just always wondered if that now, like, it, it's like being in the military. Like, when you leave military, do you have, like, PTSD? Oh, 1,000%. You know I, mean? I have PTSD yeah. every time. It was bad after Real World because that was, like, super traumatic. Like, there was only seven of us, and there was so much attention, and, like, yeah. it was very intrusive on your life, and it was three months long, and it was just, like, a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. So after that, I literally went into hiding for, like, two months. Mm. I went wow. to my mom's sister's house in Utah. I lived there in her basement for like two months just to like decompress and like get oh, back wow. to regular life because I had yeah. not been without a camera in three months. Yeah. I had not taken a shower without someone in the room with me. You know what I mean? So I remember that first shower I took and I'm like, I'm alone right now. Like this is so weird, you know? Wow. Mm -hmm. Strange. So even now, like after the challenges, um, especially when I'm there for a long time, like on vendettas, I made it to the final. So I was there for like two and a half months with like all this drama, all this like lying, backstabbing, cutthroat, like whatever. And then I get home and my boyfriend's like trying to hug me and kiss me. And I'm like, this feels weird, you uh, know? So like, it takes me like a week to like, kind of like decompress and be like, okay, you can hug me again. I love you again. <laughs> you know? But like right now, like I'm still in that game mode of like, uh, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> It's partly because you're Spanish. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. it's, it's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, that whatever, we'll blame it on the game. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so for you, like, I know you have a small group of friends, but I'm sure, like, along the way, you started to meet, like, other celebrities and just other people who are kind of in the same realm as you are. Like, how do you go about kind of, like, filtering and determining, like, okay, this person is genuine, like, I'll be friends with them, or this person, I don't know, because it's like, like you said, you constantly have your guard up, but, like, you don't want to keep your guard up 
all the time where you don't allow like good human beings to come in your life through some shape or form. So how do you go through that process? And, and is it one where it's, it, it seems like it's kind of difficult to do or difficult sometimes to trust new people because of the experiences you've had? Totally. Yeah. Because you never know what anyone's intentions are. And like, I'll have girls from like, are you the one, another MTV show, like DM me and be like, Hey, I'm in Vegas. Cause of course everyone comes to Vegas. So everyone's always hitting me up. Like I'm in Vegas, whatever. And like, I don't ever hang out with anyone, um, from other TV shows that I haven't ever watched their show or I know someone who like can vouch for them because like if I haven't watched you on TV I don't know if you're like that girl who made the racist remark or like I I don't want to be seen with you you know like I'm not not trying to do that and I don't know what your intentions are for me because now I'm on a show like the challenge where in order to get on you kind of have to I mean, it's easier to get on if you have a storyline with someone, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you're someone's ex-girlfriend or whatever. And like these girls are going to want to come around me just to maybe make it a little bit easier in their mind to get casted for the challenge. So I don't do that. I just kind of stick with people that are like mutual friends of other people Mm -hmm. um, and people that are already on my show and then stuff like that. (laughs) Do you ever consider going to therapy? Have you gone to therapy? Like, have you ever felt... Are you saying I need therapy? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, it, it sounds like it, it, there's times where you, you would like to vent a little bit. Therapy is helpful. I, it's, it's, it's healthy. I go to therapy. Therapy You're saying is, I'm crazy. A little bit. I'm I'm <laughs> but I, 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 I believe therapy is, is super helpful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I think about so many big celebrities. Like, we just, in the news today, Kate Spade, you know, commit suicide. Like, that's... Really? I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Happened uh, today. Happened today. They happened. found her in her... Uh, apartment yeah, yeah in her apartment 55 years old yeah crazy crazy wow. said she yeah. suffered from all types of mental no one knew yeah. no one knew and it's so, crazy because that's someone as successful as she is and, it's and, like, and wow. i always think about that like it's i always weigh that like is the, is the success really worth it that you get that high to be case based level and you just can't deal like you start to just lose the marbles you know what i mean so it's a scary thing. Like, I, I don't, I, I just always wondered about stuff like that. Like, do you really consider it at times? Yeah. I mean, I'm not to that level. I don't think of like a Vici, like Kate Spade, you yeah. know? Um, but I definitely think that at some point, yeah, I, I don't think that I would be opposed to any sort of therapy because the things that we go through are really traumatic, you know? Like, this isn't normal shit that people do. Yeah. Like, this isn't normal for people to like come stab you in the back and then you have to like forgive them and live with them and see them again or, mm-hmm. Even the craziest, I I think it sucks so bad when, like, people hook up and then they have to live in the house with the person while they're hooking up with someone else. You know, like, that's not normal. Like, it's not okay for a human to go through, you know? So, yeah, I mean, at some point, we probably all need therapy. (laughs) Can't lie about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you said, therapy is a good thing. I think a lot of people, even if it's not to, to the extent of, you know, what you were saying, but, like... You just, it's always good to have someone to talk to. Um, for you, what was the most heart-wrenching experience? Like, what was the experience that really, like, like you felt it in your heart and, and it hurt, whether you, you cried about it or, or you felt sad about it, and, like, maybe people don't know. And not necessarily experience in terms of, like, um, what someone does to you, but just like, even if it's like just the chaotic environment, just like, just made you tearful or just seeing something just made you cry. What was that moment that it really like, kind of like broke you down a little bit? Um, if we're talking about like on the show, I, I'm a crier. So like 
everything that you just described happens to me like every day. <laughs> like literally, like I'm I can't handle it. I'm gonna cry. So like, you know, I'll see scenes of myself and I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't cry there. Like I look like an idiot because I'm always crying. But like that's how I deal with stress and that's how I deal with anger. Is just like I like bottle it up and then I start to cry and I'm like, that's the only way I can handle it. Um, but I would say. I don't know. I, like I said, it happens all the time. I think that the the most hurtful thing that's happened to me on the show for sure was when um, I was hooking up with this kid, Corey, a couple seasons ago. And this has, people are going to be like, oh my God, Kayla's talking about Corey. I have a new boyfriend. I love him, but we're talking about things that hurt. So give me a break. Um, <laughs> and we like hooked up a little bit on the show, whatever. And then right when I left, he ended up hooking up with another girl and I had no idea about it. And I was like waiting at home for him to get back from the show. Ooh, and like, then I had to find out about it. Like, that and that's like traumatic it's like yeah. I had no idea you yeah. know and I looked yeah. like an idiot and I hate uh, the thing that one of my biggest pet peeves and it's always been my pet peeve is when people make me look like an idiot mm -hmm. you know yeah. when they purposely don't care about your feelings and you walk away looking like like a moron especially yeah. it happens more to girls I feel like guys can easily do that to you so that experience really sucked especially because that was my first season on the show I didn't know oh, what wow. to, to expect the first challenge season I like trusted someone and then they like came and did that to me and I was like damn it's like that you know yeah. but it kind of made me a uh, more ruthless person on yeah. the show because it's like you never know what to expect yeah you know? if there was one thing um, I guess that you could have done differently on the show leading up to the seasons that you're on now, what would it be if you can take one thing back? Ooh. Come on, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate to admit it. Oh, man. <laughs> um, no, so on the challenge vendettas, um, I was in an alliance with um, my best friend Jenna and then this girl Camilla and a girl named Kara. We were all working together and I ended up sending Kara straight into the, the redemption house, which was pretty much like a backstab um, move. And I, I don't regret it 100% because it was a good game move. But at the same time, I've learned since then that loyalty carries you much farther in the game. Mm -hmm. So, like, ever since then, I've really, like, taken that lesson and been like, damn, I sent Kara home, and then I ended up not making it to the final that season. And then the next season after that, I was loyal to everyone. I kept my word, and my friends literally helped me get to the end. And if I would have stabbed any of them back, the any of them in the back, I wouldn't have been there. So, like, that was just a lesson that I grabbed and I took with me, and it yeah. paid off. You know, that's a definitely a life lesson. That, and it was that a life is. lesson. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes sometimes you want to cheat to get ahead. And I kind of mm -hmm. did with the whole sending Kara straight home because she's a tough competitor. And I wanted to be like, all right, let's get rid of her now. Screw it. Yeah. And it was a good like I said, it was a good game move, but it was a little bit of a cheat to get to the end type thing. And it didn't pan out. Yeah. And I don't think it ever usually does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk. Uh, I want to talk sports really quickly. Who do, you, who do you have in the finals right now winning? Really? I, I, I got to ask, man. I don't know. There's some what sport? There's basketball. <laughs> I mean, you know. Who, Who's even there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. Is but. it? Do you want me to guess? I, I want you to guess. Um, is the 49ers there? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Never, <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Let, let's segue to music. <laughs> let's segue to music. I just picked a random team. <laughs> 
Favorite artist? Who do you listen to? Who's who's in your rotation right Ooh, now? Ooh, I okay. So on repeat on the way here, I had J Cole. Okay. Yes, Kendrick. I listened mm. to Kendrick's uh, newest album like mm -hmm. six times on the way here. I just had it on repeat while I was sleeping on the plane. Um, I downloaded the new Kanye album, of course. Mm -hmm. And I bought two of his shirts, and I felt kind of like buyer's remorse for that because yeah. it was like $300 worth of like shit that I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, I'm a huge Halsey fan. Okay. Mm. I love her. I don't know. Actually, she's been annoying me lately on social media, like as a person, but her music I do love. Yeah. Um, who else? I have the Dua Lipa album, which is just all right. Hmm. Those are like the main ones that I've been filtering through. Oh, Adventure Club, which is like the EDM way. Mm -hmm. Their album's amazing. I don't know yeah. if you've ever heard it. Right I haven't heard it. I gotta, I gotta listen to it. So good. Um, very chill, like lay on the beach type music. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I have a question, a music question. If you could pick a song that is the theme song for your life, what track would it be? Ooh. Hmm. Be careful, your boyfriend's listening. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. I do. I really do. Um, shit, this is a hard question. Uh, I mean, it, it's so cliche, but like, girls just want to have fun. It would I mean? I feel like yeah, yeah, really sum up my whole life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're one. definitely getting in trouble after he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's a uh, yeah, that's an oldie too. So she gets classic. Yeah. yeah. Straight to the point. It's just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely get the bluntness from you. Like, you, I, I, you don't hold any punches. <laughs> I like that. I respect that. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Um, so all right. So outside of that, um, you know, in closing, what can we expect from you? Uh, is, is there anything you can reveal coming up on these seasons? What's happening? Who are you beating up? Who who who's who's you get? you know, caught cheating and, and you're snitching right now. What's happening? Give me the dirt. I can't say much. There is a new season of um, The Challenge coming up. Okay. It will be airing, I don't know when. They just released the cast pictures today. Okay. So I have no idea, probably pretty soon. Um, and you'll just have to see. I, I'm, I never... Um, Never the girl who doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> and that's all I can say. <laughs> you did really, really good job with picking words. You're like, I'm fucking everybody up, but I can't say that. Uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> yes. If I were to describe it with like one emoji, it would probably be like the little devil, like purple. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Kayla yeah. about to get a revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I mean, uh, this has been amazing. Um, yes. I want to thank you for coming on. Um, you now have been, have been rooted. You're a part of the grassroots family. So Yay. we're going to pretty much uh, what that entails is we stalk you for the rest of your life. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, we'll send you birthday wishes and things like that. And, yeah. uh, and watch the season, and too. And watch the season. Yeah, now now I'm going to see. I'm going to go on there. I'm like, I'm going to DM you like, yo, I saw what you did. You should have. You should, it was a bad move. It was a bad move. <laughs> oh, man. But definitely, thank you for coming yes. on. Yeah, really, thank really you guys cool. so much. It was a lot of fun. Really cool. um, once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can check us out on uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, 
YouTube, pretty much everywhere. And that's Grassroots Pod. Um, and then also on um, YouTube, you'll see the group me chat there for this. Um, join the chat for the, with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about this episode. And uh, let us know your thoughts. Will Kayla change? Will she have to stab her friend in the back? We'll find be out. Be nice. Please. <laughs> please, for once. <laughs> but also, where can we find Kayla on social media? Yeah. Oh, um, my handle is Kayla, K-A-I-L-A-H. My last name is Casillas, C-A-S-I-L-L-A-S. There's an underscore in the middle of there. Someone has my handle. Oh. Yeah, so it's pretty annoying. I'm trying to get verified now, but we'll see what happens. You should <laughs> do a challenge with them. Word. I know. <laughs> a challenge right? episode. Fight me. I offer you a duel. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, man. All right. Once again, Grasses Podcast. I'm Brandon Killer BHO. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And I'm Kayla Casillas. And we're out. <laughs> Grass, 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 Grass.